Good morning, Contrarians. Wednesday morning, about 6.20 a.m. New York time. I am no longer on New York time, at least not for the next couple of weeks. Speaking of which, apologies for the absence yesterday of the podcast. As you may know, I was in transit now in Lisbon, Portugal for the next couple of weeks. Anyway, uh, stock futures this morning are rising a day after what was a pretty brutal sell-off on Wall Street. We had tech down 4%, the NASDAQ, to slip deeper into bear market territory. The NASDAQ is now down 22% on the year. No, not on the year, since it's high, since it's all-time high. And other indexes in the U.S., other U.S. indexes were down about 2% plus yesterday. So a pretty ugly day all around. But this morning now, we do have a rebound developing. Major stock indexes, U.S. ones, are up about 1% at this hour. Among individual stocks, Microsoft and Visa are rallying after earnings yesterday. Both are up about 5% in the pre-market. Losers include Google slash Alphabet and Texas Instruments. They're both down about 3%. Commodities are mostly flat this morning. We have WTI crude up about a half of 1% to trade around $102 a barrel. Bonds aren't doing much either. The two-year yield is sitting on 2.58% and the 10-year is at 2.77%. Both of those are unchanged. Cryptos are dropping, however. We have Bitcoin off 3% to trade around 39000 So another big day of earnings coming up here. The major one that you'll be hearing about in all likelihood is Meta Platforms, nay Facebook. And that is the main one today, but they don't report until after the close at 4 o'clock. And this morning, we already have some coming in. GlaxoSmithKline and Bungie, is it pronounced Bungie or Bunge? I don't know. But they just both reported an, a beat on top and bottom line estimates. Spotify revenues missed expectations, but their MAUs, monthly active users, and premium subscribers grew by double-digit percent, 19% for MAUs and 15% for premium subscribers, if you must know. Not sure what the market was expecting from those metrics, but Spotify is moving higher this morning, up about 2%. We're waiting to hear from Kraft Heinz, Boeing, and T-Mobile. That is all before the market opens at 9.30. And then after the close, of course, Facebook, but then we'll also get Amgen, Qualcomm, and Ford, among others. Let me just see here if anything has come in since I started talking. Uh, Integra Life Sciences, who cares? Taylor Morrison Homes, who cares? Vertiv, who cares? Synovus Energy, who cares? So yeah, no, nothing really here to report. Um, right. Then now, we have some economic data today as well. Pending home sales are out at 10. Economists expect a 1.6% drop month to month. That would be less than the 4% decline we saw in February. The year-over-year figure is more important, obviously, seasonally adjusted. Yesterday's new home sales came in in line with estimates, but they, uh, but that there appears to be below the headlines, maybe some more disconcerting numbers. There was a report here by Wolf Street that, um, that goes into this, and I linked to that in the show notes if you want to read it. The language they use is a little bit dramatic, so 
take it with a grain of salt, but it is certainly something to keep in mind. Their assessments, um, and I've been reading them for a little while, they are mostly pretty good. U.S. trade balance out at 830. Um, not going to get into that, but, but it's, although it's interesting here with this, that basically U.S. trade deficits are good for the U.S., for the global economy, because it means that Americans are buying stuff, mostly stuff they don't need, which means factories in China are churning out more stuff, which means they are buying more raw materials from emerging markets in the Middle East and elsewhere. So that's the whole global supply chain, and it makes for a healthy global supply chain if the U.S. trade deficit is, is negative. And, um, but there are periodic hiccups here, of course, through the global supply chain. And most notably, China, most recently, China shut down here over COVID concerns. And that have, may have caused a hiccup here. And I'm not sure if that'll be in this data. I think so, because it is for March, but maybe not, because I'm not entirely sure when they started these, these lockdowns. It may not have been until April. But that's something to watch. Um, U.S. trade balance out at 830. Retail inventories also out at 830. Crude oil inventories at 1030. And seeing how it is Wednesday, we will get MBA mortgage applications at 7 a.m., so in about half an hour. The bottom line. Well, yesterday's sell-off was pretty brutal. And in fact, it was probably more brutal than Monday's rally was encouraging. And that seems to be kind of the story that we've had here this month. The sell-offs just seem to have more velocity than the rallies. They seem to be just have more weight behind them. And that is typical for a bear market. Now, the S&P and Dow are not in a bear market. They're just in a correction. But the NASDAQ certainly is in a bear market. And many of these pandemic stocks are beyond bear market. Most of them have halved since their heights. I'm thinking about the likes of Teladoc, Zoom, um, DocuSign, et cetera, et cetera. So what was interesting yesterday that wasn't, uh, didn't appear to be much of a catalyst for all the selling. Um, and that too is typical of bear markets. Unless acted upon by an outside force, markets tend to take on the direction of their spirit animal. So the bull or bear. And if it's a bear market, then that would mean selling. If it's a bull market that is buying. So that's what we've seen this month. If there is a sign of encouragement, it's that the global economy still looks to be in good shape, certain supply chain issues notwithstanding. So uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what will happen? Nobody, but stocks only have a couple of days left here to salvage a positive month for April, which is pretty interesting considering at the start of the month, everybody was talking about how April is the best month for stocks. Indeed, that may still hold true historically, but consider this your reminder that past performance does not always equal future results. And with that, I remind you once again to do your own research and make your own decisions when it comes to investing and maybe with everything else. Why not? So that's what we got here this Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. And I invite you to share any feedback you have with me. You can email it to contrarianpod at gmail.com. If you want to discuss these issues with other subscribers, uh, then you can post a comment in the Substack. If you aren't on the Substack, but you want to be, let me know. Um, I still have quite a few subscribers on Supercast. 
Um, and I can certainly port you over if you like. Otherwise, you can also reply to the email you have received. That's what we got today, this Wednesday. Happy hump day again. Thanks for listening. Look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.